Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Welcome again to the Homeschool Show. I'm glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Greg Munger, and here on the Homeschool Show, we talk about home education and anything that's connected to it. Along the way, we look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous podcast, or ask us a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. In our last program, we were talking about studying history and state history, and in particular, state history from a Christian perspective. And our guest was Joy Dean. She and her husband are the owners, founders of State History from a Christian Perspective, statehistory.net. Joy, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Greg. Thank you for continuing on with us. And we're talking about history and the studying of it. Why do we study history and uh, how do we study it? And some of your things that you have, the books and the programs that you have on your website, statehistory.net, help us to do that. In our last program, we talked about uh, studying history. Why do we study it? And uh, let's just recap some of that quickly. Again, why do we study history to see? What are we wanting to see, Joy? I think in the broad perspective, the most important thing that we learn from history is God's providence. As we study history, we see how the events of history were shaped by God, how he intervened in the events of nations and in the lives of people, we understand how Christian people responded to different things, and that gives us, as well, guidelines and courage as far as our own responses are concerned. And all of those things are bound up in our history. So it is very helpful to us in our own growth and experience to learn from the past and to, again, understand and appreciate the providence of God and learn to trust Him and because we, of studying history. And we study history, whether it's uh, history in general, history of the United States, history of the world, or even of our state. We do so from a Christian perspective because we want to stand in awe of our Savior and our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and be thankful for our heritage. Exactly. One of the things that we try to do, whether it's in homeschooling in general or especially in studying history in particular, is to emphasize patriotism, righteous character, uh, biblical truth, and to guard against some of the evils that are out there, humanism, uh, atheistic evolution, socialism, and things like that. So when we're studying now history, and we study state history, which is uh, what uh, your books are all about, and the uh, statehistory.net, your website, one of the books you have, which is sort of the mainstay or the main aspect of the program, is State History from a Christian Perspective. Would you again tell us Just some of the highlights of that wonderful program. Well, we have a 30-lesson plan, and it takes about 20 or 30 minutes per day. So if you did it daily, you'd finish it in six weeks. And basically, we provide the text material that the student will use. As they read through the text material, they will actually tear the book apart, cut out the sections of text, and transfer it into a project notebook. So it is a hands-on project. And then they get to look through uh, free tourist literature or, of course, um, family field trips always fit in there as well, if that's possible. 
um, and they personalize it with information about places in their state and their home city and things like that. So it is a very um, personal, hands-on project that they make as they study the history of their state. And so it can be as detailed or as simple as the parent and the child want to make it. Exactly. Well, in the last program we studied, uh, we talked a lot about why we study and the philosophy of studying history and so on. To this program, I'd like to talk more about some of the details about how to use your, your books because they're so good. Uh, I have them in my hands. I'm looking here at our particular North Carolina uh, state history book. It's got a lot of wealth of information, and it, uh, it occurred to me that this is something that whatever state you're in and whatever state you might be traveling to, that you can actually, parents and students can use this any time of the year, summertime, wintertime, fall, spring, whenever they might be going on a family trip, they might be going uh, to visit, uh, say, a day trip, uh, a travel or a sightseeing. This is something that can be used in so many different ways. What's your yes, thought on those? That's true, and we do have a lot of parents who like to do it in the summertime. The fact that it's only a six-week course means that it fits into um, a part of your school year. It's a real fun course to do at the end of the year when you're winding down and the disinterest is starting to uh, develop among your kids, and it's, it's really a light, fun course for the families to do. It's also a really great support group project. We have a lot of support groups that do it together as a group. That's a great idea. I think there's uh, seems to be, like in most homeschooling, uh, what's the saying, when you school at home, the whole world is your campus. Exactly. And uh, there's no end to what you can do with this uh, state history from a Christian perspective. Uh, it can be simple or it can be complex. It says almost no teacher preparation. A lot of moms will like that. Yes, it's really made to be very simple for the parent. And it can be personalized. You know, one thing that I thought that, uh, have you ever had anybody do this, is you can write off to the State Chamber of Commerce and get all kinds of things that you could get that they'll send you free, and that can be part of your notebook. Has anybody ever done that? Actually, we include the uh, toll-free telephone numbers for all 50 states for the Tourism Bureau. It's, it's <laughs> in the appendix of our book, and that's one of the very first suggestions. We have you do that three or four weeks before you start the course. Of course, there are other places where you can get information. If you don't have time to do that, you can visit a um, welcome center or a tourist bureau in your city. You can go to a hotel lobby. But yes, that uh, information from your Chamber of Commerce and from your State Tourism Bureau is really helpful and will be a fun way to learn about your state even if you can't go to all those places. And the idea behind this then is uh, something interactive. It's something that uh, can be fun and enjoyable and perhaps families can go to visit the tour of the various places that they're studying. And the student's going to make either his own notebook, uh, what, out of three-ring binder paper or something like that? Exactly. Or That's you, one possibility. And the, what's the other possibility? And the other possibility is you can use it with a Becca's My State Notebook. And actually, there's uh, one or two other curriculum providers who have a little notebook that's a generic scrapbook. And it's made to receive information about the student's own state and our materials will provide that information so that the student can use it to fill in the notebook without the parent or the student having to do all the research, just as if it were all from scratch. And so this kind of thing, a notebook, you're visiting things, you're traveling, you're talking, you're interacting. You could even do a, a craft of some sort, like kids used to make volcanoes. Uh, my kids used to make uh, maps out of dough 
um, of the state or the uh, country or whatever, that'd be a great thing to add, wouldn't it? Yes. In our lesson plan book, at the end of each lesson, we actually give a lot of different suggestions like that. And uh, some of them are very simple, and some of them are a little more complex. Some involve travel, some don't. Um, but we do give a lot of what we call expansion suggestions, again, in case the parent wants to expand the course, uh, those suggestions are there. Well, this program, State History from a Christian Perspective, that can be obtained at statehistory.net, or you can look on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net. We'll have a link to it. It seems very versatile. Did you make it that way on purpose, or that just how the Lord directed you to it? And, and It was very intentional. Being a homeschool mom, I understand that everybody's needs are different. Mm-hmm. I have always said the only thing that's alike about homeschoolers is that they're all different. <laughs> and and so um, it is definitely made for that purpose, to fit into the needs of whatever family happens to be using the course. Well, that's uh, praise the Lord for such a versatile tool and a set of books that you can get, and they're not very expensive, and they're very helpful. Uh, very simple and so on. Do you have another book I noticed on the, the website, statehistory.net? It's called 50 States Under God. What's uh, that all about? Well, the interesting story behind that book is that, um, of course, over a period of about 14 or 15 years, I was writing all the other 50 states, so it was quite a long, drawn-out process. And uh, and I was always had my eye on that goal. When I finish the 50th state, I'm just going to breathe this huge sigh of relief. But when I finished the 50th state and I laid my head on my pillow that night, it was as though the Lord just said, you're not done yet. Oh, my. There are so many things that I had learned about the different states. And, of course, parents and and students only study their own state. There's very, very few who are really able to study every state in that much detail. And so there are a lot of really wonderful things that I learned about our country's history that are state-specific that will not be in a U.S. history course and that most homeschoolers might never be uh, exposed to because they would only study their own state. Sure. So I literally went through all the 50 books, pulled out everything I thought was interesting and important, and put it in that one book, and I call it my I Love History book. And it <laughs> takes the states in order of statehood. There's a progressive map study in the front and a timeline, so they actually do watch the United States grow and develop as they study their way through. But it focuses specifically on the statehood aspects. So there's a lot of really great information that they will learn that they will not find in a normal U.S. history course. And that, having a study of the states in order of their statehood, really can help us see, help the students see, and parents too. Uh, I know in homeschooling you learn, if you're teaching, you're learning a whole lot more than the kids learn right along with them. (laughs) But it will help us see and be appreciative. Lord, you have made this country, you have made this in a certain way, and your hand and guiding people and directing people. Oh, that's tremendous there. I notice here that it also says, uh, this is from the website, it says, this is from a Christian perspective, and this 50 States Under God, this book called 50 States Under God, says uh, that it gives the flavor of the early days of our country and to teach important lessons from history. What do you mean by the flavor, Joy, of the early days of our country? You know, the interesting thing is that so many of uh, the people who were major players in our country's history were Christians. Yes. And morality and even a, a belief in God was so much a part of everything that happened. And, um, and so we do 
point out in every instance that comes across our, our attention, we're going to emphasize all of those things. For instance, um, one of the things that I just was overjoyed to learn, Francis Scott Key, who wrote our national anthem, yes. we're all very well acquainted with him. He was a well-known hymn writer. He published a book of hymns, and one of the hymns that he published is just such a, an awesome song of praise to God for His providence and for His grace. And um, I absolutely could not help it. I have included that song in our 50 States Under God book. Um, not just know, the, the national anthem, but the hymn that he wrote. The hymn that he wrote, oh. yes. The hymn that he wrote, because it shows, uh, again, this, the, the, there were so many of the people who were part of our history that we see simply as you know, historical and political figures, and yet they, in their own right, they were Christians who had deep faith in God. And as we learn about that, it again gives us an understanding about the roots of our country and the uh, the foundation of our country. And of course, that's something that is not being taught in the public schools, and sometimes it's even being missed and not truly emphasized in traditional classroom private schools. Right. Unless it's a particular bent or emphasis that the uh, teacher wants to make. And uh, I'm so thankful that your books include that and God has directed you for that. So that's 50 States Under God. It's got uh, lesson plans and quizzes and a test and appendix and all kinds of activities there. Tremendous book. So that along with State History from a Christian Perspective. And uh, well, I'm looking at the time. We're going to have to take a break here. So let's go ahead and take our break. And uh, we're speaking with Joy Dean. She and her husband, Steve, are the owners and operators and the founders of State History from a Christian Perspective. We are talking here on The Homeschool Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. I'm your host, Greg Munger, and we've been talking about state history, state history from a Christian perspective with Mrs. Joy Dean. Joy, thank you again for being with us. We've been talking about your books uh, that you have on your website, statehistory.net. We've covered state history from a Christian perspective, uh, the uh, books that you have, uh, 50 States Under God. What did you call that, your I Love History book? My I Love History book, exactly. (laughs) And that's one of my goals, is that as the students study their way through the states and learn all those really interesting facts and stories, that they will also love history. And as we've been talking, uh, I am more excited. Can you tell it in my voice? I have begun, just by talking with you and, and reviewing here what can be done and what can be studied, uh, I've gained a greater appreciation. I want to go back and study history and geography <laughs> of the 50 states, and all from a Christian perspective, because these do indeed give uh, glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. makes me more thankful for our heritage. It helps me to see God's providence in establishing our nation and placing us here, and a desire to defend and preserve what we have. Exactly. So thank you for sharing all this with us. Uh, Another of the books you have, by the way, I noticed here on the website, statehistory.net, is the geography of the 50 states. How is studying geography of the 50 states going to help us, from a Christian perspective, do these things we've been talking about? You know, the interesting thing about geography is that it is creation. And the Bible does tell us that it's in creation that we get our first revelation of God. And of course, the more we know about creation, the more we understand this wonderful country that the Lord has made and all the different aspects of it, the more we stand in awe of Him as our Creator. And that is one of the keys that you see in the Bible for the submission of our hearts to God. Yes. 
that we recognize him as our creator. And, and as it's obviously a well-known fact that the, peop- the reason that people refuse to acknowledge God as creator is because they don't want to submit their hearts. So we want to establish right away in our children an awe of God, and that is so easy to do through looking at the creation of the geography, our country, as it exists. Does it give any suggestions or information about how the states got their shapes? I know there's a, a book by that title, and I think there's a TV program by that title. There is, and I have a lot of parents come and tell me about that as they're talking over the table at conventions. We, we don't attack it quite from the same perspective that they do, where it specifically talks about the shapes and why they are the same shape, but we do mention a lot of those details in the study of the states, both in our state history book, and then also some of them would be found also in our geography or even the 50 states book. Some of those carry over. So the geography of the 50 states, is that a companion to, or is it kind of a standalone kind of book? It's really either one. You can use it as a completely separate course, or you can use it simultaneously. And basically, you do Delaware and in the 50 states book, and then Delaware in the geography book, and you get the history and geography together. The one thing that is important to understand about the 50 states, the geography of the 50 states, is that it really does focus on U.S. geography. Even though they study state geography, what they come away with, and of course what's important for them to really learn and remember, is U.S. geography. And that says here on the website, statehistory.net, the geography of the 50 states is full of interesting trivia. (laughs) It, It is. There's so much interesting trivia. The first one to do this, the highest this, the tallest that, the longest. There's a lot of really interesting. And of course, we do talk about different cities in each state. And that's one of the places where you find a lot of that trivia as we describe some of the major cities in each state. And and of course, talking about the major geographical features, rivers, mountains, lakes. Right, uh, exactly. As well as all that. That's a tremendous book. You have another little interesting item on the website, statehistory.net. And that's a product called Name It. Is that a game that people play? Yes, it is. It's a game that you can play, and kids can really start playing it as soon as they know their colors, because you play and win the game by collecting different colors of cards. But the interesting thing is that as you're collecting the cards, you're asking and answering questions about different categories and um, different characteristics of the state. That sounds like something that could be used in a car. It could be used in a car, it could be used in a classroom, it could be used in a family setting, sitting around a table. Um, And again, one of the fun things about it is that you don't have to know the facts to win it. A lot of games that are that are uh, educational games, it's always the person who knows the most who has the most fun because they always win. <laughs> and, and in this game, it's not always the one who knows the most who will win. Well, you have several other things there. Uh, church history for middle school and high school students. Uh, several books that seem excellent books that would be a more in-depth study. But we're uh, fast uh, ending our program here today. But I wanted, before we go... Joy, I want to talk about another aspect that you you and your family do, and that's a set of wonderful cards called the Word in Season cards. My wife and I have been so blessed just by reading these and giving them to people, and I know people have been blessed. Tell briefly about that, the Word in Season. Well, you know God's Word is the most precious thing that we have uh, outside of Jesus Christ himself and the salvation he's provided. His Word is what gives us the, the fuel, the comfort, 
the strength that we need and the grace that we need to get through everyday life. And as I was watching our uh, family members, our children and my parents and different relatives go through different uh, difficult experiences in their life, the Lord would impress scriptures on me, and um, and I would want to share those. And so it just flowed out as a poem. And so and you've I, ma- and, and I ended up making a set of greeting cards, scripture greeting cards that have verses on the back, and then poems that will point out the precious gems that are in those verses that can take us through the experiences of our lives. And they are so precious. And uh, well, we're out of time, Joy. And thank you so much for being with us today here on the Homeschool Show. Thank uh, you for having me, Greg. It's th- such a privilege. It's been a privilege. And we want to thank you folks for listening today. Don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Join us next time as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show.